Miss Five Six Seven Eight Dances Report Podcast. Your girlfriend's favorite DJ explosive. What up, what up, what up, y'all? This is Miss 5678, and you are tuned into the Dancers Report podcast, and I am with my brother. Hey, hey. Yo, this man is, I watched him grow from like a young gentleman into, you know, a, a grown man, a dad, a mentor, a coach, a teacher. Um, you know, a main choreographer, um, a leader, and it's just in- incredible to see him evolve into a brand, um, a movement, and I'm so excited that, you know, I get a chance to sit with him, because we don't very often get to sit, you know, because we're both very busy, and I'm excited. What's up, Zay? Uh, hey. Finally, finally, finally. <laughs> I- I know, I was hoping that I got to see my niece, you know, running around here, but she's busy today. She's at school. I mean, I guess they have to go to school, right? You know, you know education is You know what I'm saying? You know. And shout out to Jazzy. I hope I get to bump into her when she gets, you know, gets around, you know? Um, so, yeah, man, um, the, the first thing I do is a daily mood check-in. So, um, and I think that we forget about how and what that looks like. Uh, people get confused on what uh mental wellness is they kind of shy away from it or whatever so um the purpose of it is so that i could check where i'm at at the moment from from the time i woke up until where i'm at right at that moment and also to stop and just kind of check on you and uh, and see if you're aware of your mood and how you how you rolling today so daily mood check-in looks like one thing that made you happy one thing that made you mad sad bothered or indifferent in in that day so Today I woke up happy, um, tired, cause uh, you know we were up late. Oh right. uh, no! Well, they took off. They took off. They're driving. Um, my my little sister. Shout out to Tita Rodney, aka Isla Tila Isla, my my ducky. That's my ducky. Um, she graduated high school, and that's a milestone. So we oh, were oh. up celebrating her and her accomplishment. Um, you know, graduating from Medford High, 2019, mm. and um her journey going into college. So um, that was one. Thanks, man. She, you know, I'm excited, it, you know, that she's graduated and it's finally over for her for school mm-hmm. um, and that the next chapter is coming. So that's one thing that made me happy, um, but just, you know, a little tired. Yeah. Um, I don't think anything that made me mad, sad, bothered, or indifferent came up because I don't, I don't, I didn't get mad or I, didn't, I wasn't sad. Mm-hmm. So I didn't walk with that. Today right. I have jo- a lot of joy. So what's one thing that made you happy? One thing that made you mad, sad, bothered, or different? Uh, one thing that made me happy, I was uh, I woke up and I knew I had this today. So I was very, very excited. Hey. So it uh, made me happy. Um, I can also say I wasn't mad, sad, or bothered. Mm. Just aside from being tired, you know, dropping the baby off early. But, you know. She's busy. She yeah. has a job. Right, right. School. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I think I'm good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay. That's dope, dope. Yeah. So those who you, of you that don't know who Zay is, listen, we call him Move Like Zay. I call him Brother. Mm-hmm. Y'all call him Zay. Y'all call him Move Like Zay. Who, how did you become Move Like Zay? Who is Zay? Mm-hmm. Uh, how did I become Move Like Zay? Uh, 
I just felt like there was a point in my career. I just felt like I wanted to have something that was my own. And I felt like dance had hit a point where there was a lot of copycatting and in the sense of like, you know, just like everyone doing the same kind of thing, following the same kind of Looking trends. Looking the same. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to shy away from that. And also like just wearing like, you know, like I wanted to wear something on my, my own chest, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, my own brand. So I decided to, you know, just create a, my own movement, Move Like Zay, and it's basically like represent myself, like this is how I move, move like me. So hey. I, I decided to start something of you know my own so i wanted to like have people who are you know influenced by me or inspired by me kind of do the same thing it doesn't have to be you know a dance brand it can be like you know move this own move your own way like as far as like you know getting a job or like mm-hmm. you know finding something that makes you happy you know what i'm saying right. just finding something that makes you want to do you in a sense. move like his influence how about right. that um and you guys if you haven't already seen his apparel he has apparel Y'all, where where can we find the apparel? Um, just hit me up. Um, and I'll just I usually just do a group order and I just order them and just ship them out. That That's way. dope. So like whoever wants them directly, I can just have them like just ship to them. That's like dope. That, so. so do they go to your website for that or do they go? Um, straight to... my Instagram, move like Zay at move like Zay. You can DM me. Uh, we have different colors. We have, you know, a variety of colors. I'm working on t-shirts and I'm working on, uh, sweatpants. I know that's right. For the fall and stuff like that. Tanks, all that for the summer. So that's the, hey, hey. so, so, you know, that's the cool thing about this is like, I, I feel you on wanting to wear your own apparel, wanting to wear your own stuff because you know me, what's the main thing you used to see me wearing? five six seven eight adidas Mm -hmm. and 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 until i got my own stuff and it was like like everybody who knows me knows i love adidas and reeboks Mm -hmm. and i felt like that's cool she got on reeboks right now no i got felines on oh my fault my fault my fault my fault my fault they were like the reebok classic i found them and i was like i love felines so i'm gonna just rock Mm -hmm. them for a little bit um until I can get my own sneaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, for me, it was like I'm walking around promoting Adidas, promoting Reeboks, promoting all these other brands that I was used to wear. Juicy Couture was like mm-hmm. a huge thing. Oh, yes. And then I realized, <laughs> like, oh, my God, like, Juicy fell apart. Sorry to Juicy because they're not in any, like, main stores anymore except, mm-hmm. like, Kohl's or something like that. But I used to wear them out, and that was, like, the representation of Miss 5678. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... No, I should be wearing my own stuff.
Vegas. Uh, I don't I don't rep anything else. Boston, my home. <laughs> I love Boston. Boston's me. Um, dance, um, hip hop. Started off hip hop when I was seven years old. Actually, a little before that, around like five. But realistically, I started, you know, performing and dancing and taking like a real interest in dance around seven. Uh, just doing little talent shows and stuff like that in, in my neighborhood in Roxbury. Um, talent shows, uh, school performances. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got into middle school, I, um, I guess I caught the attention of my theater arts teacher, Miss uh, Vaughn Seal Ross, who kind of like, kind of pushed me in that like performing arts slash mm-hmm. like dance you know, area. She seen, I felt like she seen something in me. Uh, not saying I was with the wrong crowd, but she just caught me early on. Like, yeah. I, I feel like you got something. So let me take which, what I feel like you have. And Shout like, out just, to her. Just push that. Yeah. So definitely, she was definitely like. What's her name? Uh, Miss Ross. Von Seal Ross. Ooh, where at? Um, she changed me to Timothy Middle School. Okay. She's she still there? No. Nah, oh, she might be retired? Yeah, she might be Well, Miss Ross, else, but... Queen Ross. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, she, you know, I grew up loving michael jackson that's my number one yes yes number one idol uh so same thing back in middle school she kind of like just like like pushed me towards that and just had me like really like focus on it and like really take you know my craft serious um around like 11 12 i joined a group called uh ario blue it was a a singing group slash dance group i was cast i was i made the audition cast it as a uh, background dancer and that was my first like experience with like actual like i guess semi-industry group because mm-hmm. they had like you know performances and like studio sessions we who, who they used to work with um jazz wise jazz wise mm-hmm. she was oh. like one of my old managers old managers oh, wow very I very did not big know that. Um, you see i get mm-hmm. to see i get to hear some stuff <laughs> right. i did not know right wow. that was, um, so yeah that was like my big like i guess like my first like not big break but my, start the, my I first, got the yeah. ball rolling on yeah. the on the on, when you when it comes to uh, now becoming professional, right? Um, that's like where you your your leap went. Yeah. So wow. she she definitely that whole experience taught me a lot as far as like you know just um, networking and like you know just holding your own self like mm-hmm. you know accountable for like you know meeting people. And, yeah. Because she always just uh, after every show she used to tell us like you know all right now go out and you know. Introduce Talk. yourself. And That's right. Network and meet people, and you know, thank the people that booked you guys and mm-hmm. like get their contact because you know I'm not gonna be working with you guys forever, so I want you guys to be able to do that. On That's your own. dope. So, she uh she told us like she'll stop working up with us at the age of 16. So like when we was like 12, 13, we had like you know three years to work with her and like wow. So she just gave us that like you know just learn all you can now. That's and then, dope. You know whether you decide. She's to, in Boston. Mm-hmm. Wow. Whether you decide to use it or not, like you know just you learned something. That's you know, right. From me, so. Wow, I didn't big know thanks, that. big thanks to her, Miss Miss Ross. Both of them, I feel like you know had like a big hand in my early like. Yeah. Career. I seen one of my mentors last night at my graduate at my daughter, my sister's graduation. Um, Lisa Evangelista. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Right. Um, you, you know, you guys also got to think about um, going back to thank your startups. Mm-hmm. Um, people who pour into you, people who see your light right. and um, and pull you out from, you know, the, the, the others, mm-hmm. I'll say, or pull you out of um, an area so that you can only shine. Right. Um, and, and that means when... Um, when they see you set apart and they start to sh- give you resources or point you in the directions of 
where you can excel or put you in a position to excel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the folks that you need to acknowledge and, um, and, and within yourself, acknowledge where you start and right. who help you along the way because it really, it does something for you. Mm-hmm. It does something for your, your, um, your personality. It does something for your esteem. Mm-hmm. It does something to your, like your mental state too because um, some folks will be motivated yep. and then they'll stop being motivated Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once they peak to a certain area, but if you're humble, it keeps you humble too. Cause you'll go, you know what, if it wasn't for this person, mm-hmm. I would not be where I'm at. So now let me continue. You know right. what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, what else, what else like in your background? Cause I know you did a lot more than, um, as an artist, mm-hmm. I mean, becoming an artist, but becoming a, um, an individual who focused more on dance mm-hmm. when did you start that because i feel like you were like in i feel like you was like it's you were in i, I got around you when you were like already graduated high school mm-hmm. and i don't know were you already graduated high school because oh, i know keenan and them was not right keenan them was still at baa mm-hmm. and then they like Lamont had been out of VA. He'd been mm. out of school. Right, right, okay. right. It was like, yeah, it was around that time. It was around that, like... You just finished? Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, everybody, you know, I know, like, around your your age bracket, um, y'all were, like, either just finishing school or mm-hmm. still in school and then get out of school and then full throttle, or, you know, into your things, like, into your stuff. And I'm going to give you a gem. It's a gem that a lot of people don't know. And I feel like you don't even know. Hey. I actually, I actually didn't finished high school. I dropped out of high school. You did? In the 12th grade. No yep. way! In the 12th grade, uh, I made that decision just because I felt like, I felt very, very, very strongly about, you know, my passion and mm-hmm. my art. So I just decided to just leave school and just focus in on it. Uh, I got the blessing from my mom, so I felt like, you know, if I got the blessing from my mom. And she told me, she was like, you know, she, because I had stopped going to school just because, like, I just felt like, me personally, it just it wasn't for me. Mm. Um, the school I, I went to, I had um, left BAA at, in 11th grade due to like, you know, some just issues and like mm-hmm. just personal issues and stuff like that. Nothing too big. Just I didn't, personally, I didn't, wasn't feeling it. But I know a lot of people like that. So. Mm-hmm, just wasn't feeling it. So I was like, you know, let me just transfer out and just go to a different high school so I can get the credits and, you know, leave. And the school I went to also wasn't the best school. I felt like they, the teachers really, not the teachers so much, the students weren't like, you know, um, it wasn't the right setting. Yeah, it wasn't the right setting for me. It wasn't the right setting for them. And it came from, like, you know, a lot of students from, like, broken homes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I kind of didn't experience anything like that. So yeah. their, like, trauma, in a sense, kind of yep. poured into the school. And I oh, hell like, no. You know, so I'm like, I'm just going to make this decision. Just, like, go <laughs> Instead, over here just, yeah. Yeah, so. By that time, you're like, all right, the school system's failing me. Right. So <laughs> I, already, I already felt, like, you know, very strongly about, like, what I wanted to do in my mm-hmm. career. I didn't have no plan B. I just said I wanted to focus in on it. She told me, like, you know, you're either going to do something, for school, mm-hmm. go to school, get a job. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was already teaching. I was already doing dance jobs. So yeah. I just made that my living. Wow. So did you end up getting your GED or any of that stuff? Yep. Yeah. So, so ugh, it's been a long journey, but like I said, it's a gym. You got it. I had to tell you that. That's so. what the best thing. I, yo, that's dope, mm-hmm. though. Like, I, I've known this man for over what? How many years? 12, yeah, like 13, 12, 13, 14 years? years? Yeah. And I didn't know that. Like. Mm-hmm. But, huh, 
She didn't know. My daughter didn't know. Nobody knew mm -hmm. that. Okay, so I graduated Medford High, mm -hmm. but I didn't graduate. I didn't walk. Mm -hmm. I got my my diploma in summer school. Right. Because I had a teacher who who really was like, nah, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um. I'm not going to, you know, just because you do your star cheerleader or whatever, I'm not going to, I'm going to give you a hard time. And it was the same similar situation for me with, uh, with the Boston Arts Academy. I shout pray for them. Mr. Cunningham. Right. You know shout what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody. Shout out to them because I even like, not even to like, just, you know, like shun them and stuff like that. I learned so much from them. Yeah. As far as like, you know, the classical side of, you know, dance mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But as far as the educational academic you know system it wasn't for me and it wasn't the best for my yeah. situation so i mean i have family members who like my, listen my aunt used to be like i'm out of here man mm -hmm. she was just too mature and had to be mature for school mm -hmm. she just it that was her life like she had to be mature mm -hmm. um and life made that happen for her right. you know what i'm saying and she just was like, I can't get with none of these folks. Because mm -hmm. her level of where her thought process and her mindset was, was not in high school. It was already in uh, the work field. Exactly. It was already in a career. Right. And so she just was like, I, I don't like want to be here. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, I like <laughs> and it was, I, it was messed up because like, I felt, I felt her. Mm -hmm. Like she was, she was 17, but in a 20, 30 year old body. Mm -hmm. Like I, with, a, with that mindset, like I don't. I don't, I can't sit in a class. Yo, I'm trying to, I need to be making money right, right now. Exactly. And I feel like that's a lot of the times we have not figured out. We're, we're slowly but surely doing it, mm -hmm. but we haven't figured out how to cultivate uh, our young people's purpose right. and focus every aspect around their purpose. Right. Because what happens is, uh, we got everybody going to school and learning every academic aspect they need to, which is the right way. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yep. You do need to learn how to do the aesthetics of, you know, e you know, English language arts, reading, writing, mm -hmm. math, science, social studies, and all those things. You do need those mechanisms, mm -hmm. you know, to right. shape your brain. But at some point when they get into uh, middle school, there needs to be a point where we're shaping and finding and zoning in on their purpose. Exactly. Because what is the point of going to high school and you don't know your purpose? Mm -hmm. And what's the definite point of you going to college for something else that is not what you're here to do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'll say, I'll be a little spiritual in it. Like, I knew God gifted me with, with uh, motivation and encouraging and inspiring and dance and music and the, the the dance and the music is a decoy. Mm -hmm. It is it is a gift. It's a decoy. Because when I walk in a room and I don't even talk about dance or singing or whatever, mm -hmm. it's it's a uh, it's sometimes encouraging or it's enlightening or inspiring. I'm pouring into someone, and then they find out. Mm -hmm. Oh, you sing dance da 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 or whatever. Right. So I know that I wasn't supposed to be going to school for no. Um, I'm not supposed to be there to be uh, a firefighter. Yeah, mm -hmm. that wasn't my. That's right. not my ministry. Mm -hmm. My ministry is, you know, making sure that I'm inspiring, uplifting, and and dance and gift uh, the gift of singing and gift of dance just so happens to be a stronger aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But that gets you in the room. You right. know what I mean? So yeah. I think. Like, if we were working on, and I'm not saying y'all don't go to high school, y'all yeah, right, don't go to middle school, yeah. and y'all don't go to college, I ain't say none of that. Mm -hmm. 
Now you know better. Right. But um, what I am saying is, by the time you get into middle school, going into high school, start to find out and really search yourself for your purpose, mm-hmm. so you can not waste the time in college and right. go to college for something and get into debt for something that has that God has not called you to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's hard. It's right. hard. Like I ask my daughter every time, like, "What do you want to do? What do you want to be?" Mm-hmm. You know, and I have to keep asking and keep watching and making sure that she's aware that I'm asking those questions Mm -hmm. so that she subconsciously is thinking, what is my purpose? Like, what am I here to do? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think we also need to be more cautious about putting people around their purpose or, or not. Well, yeah, that too. But you know, if they don't know it, they don't, then how are you gonna put them around it? But put them around stuff that will, um, and you're going to have to try these things. Mm -hmm. It could be, Put them in an art class, put them in soccer, put them in violin, put them in, you know, um, you know, badminton class. These are just jokes. I mean, not jokes, but like, you know, well, these examples, are just right. examples. Mm-hmm. Like, but if you put your, 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 your child or your, yourself or, you know, your loved one around, you know, coding or, mm-hmm. or stuff, you know, reading and this and that type of stuff. Um, you get to see what they excel at. And then it's like, it's like a cross of elimination. Mm-hmm. You get to say, okay, this works. This yeah, work. this works, this doesn't work. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's dope to know that you were like, I know what I want to do, mm-hmm. and this stuff right here ain't working, right? And it's not conducive to what I want to do. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push, pull myself out of this environment and put myself around the environment I know I'm supposed to be right. in. So. And I feel like it was, uh, like you said, like from my teachers and people putting like that stuff around me because mm-hmm. by the time I get I got to high school I was like performing I did the Apollo I did like many things already mm-hmm. I was like kind of like working in the industry already so yeah. it was like why go to school in a sense to do this with for like a certificate that says I'm able to do this right when right, I'm already right. doing it right you know what I'm saying so and also I had examples from people who already graduated before mm-hmm. me like I seemed like kind of the road that they went down it, it kind of like pushes people away from their passion when they're not really doing what they want to mm-hmm. do in oh, their heart man. so I just I just, like I said and that was the best decision for me I'm not like I said like you said I'm not, it's not, promoting, I'm not promoting listen don't, don't not promoting don't go to school don't go right. to college none of that I'm not promoting that I'm just saying I'm just telling my story and work work for me so right well speaking of that I mean what, what was your biggest influence to get into um, the field you're in, in dancing and, you know, the type of dance, what was your biggest influence? Um, again, Michael Jackson, uh, first and foremost, the King of pop. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I remember just like watching like his 92, 92, three, sorry. Budapest, um, Budapest, uh, concert. Oh yeah. Yeah. So on wow. HBO and like, I had like these little, like, church sandals and i had those on i had my mom's hat and i just like just remember like mimicking him mm. and just like doing it in the living room and just like taking a liking to it i know she would watch you and be like my son she probably didn't even realize how you know how crazy of a like a ill dancer you were gonna be like right. she don't I, know yeah and then uh also my aunt my aunt Sheila beasley she also uh had like some influence uh she she danced with uh, the Wonder Twins. Oh, wow. So she kind of, like, told them about me. Um, a lot of people don't know this, actually, too. Like, when I was, like, 12, uh, I found them. Because I was with the Voice of Man Academy for, like, mm-hmm. a couple of years. And um, they just took me and they just... We had, like, a private dance session in the house, which is very rare. A lot of people don't get to go to their house and have, like, a private dance session. Oh, so, Billy Bobby? Yeah. Yeah, they so don't play how, them games. That's how I made that connection with them. 
So they have shout out to Billy and Bobby. Yeah, super, super, super influential in my career. Um, and John too, because he's a visual artist mm-hmm. that's like self-taught. That's dope. You, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the yo, their family like anointed, right? Anointed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're gifted. The yeah. whole family. So you get to like you went to like a like their private camp session, work session, like yeah. what jam mm-hmm. session? Yeah, you're just lucky. To, just to like just the you know just they showed me like a lot of stuff like a lot of their old tapes and videos and we just like danced and vibed out. Wow. But um. Uh, who else had an influence on me? Um, did you dance with um, Origination? No, I just had like a lot of. Oh, I actually did. Ooh. I remember that. I was Ooh, like, you, because I remember you used to call her Miss Dabinga. Mm-hmm. I was like, shout out to Auntie Yance. Mm-hmm. What's up? Yes, I was with um, the group uh, Aleye for like a couple of months. Mm-hmm. So I had a, you know, just a slight, small, like, you know, little part in that group. But it was cool. Um, again, like you know, a lot just all around Boston. I like, had a lot of like influences and stuff like that. Um, I think everybody you worked with, you worked with a, a lot, lot of people. people. A lot of people. Um, Ricardo Foster. Hey. Of course, um, Khalid Hill. I did the Urban Nutcracker with both of them. Dope. And they showed me a lot. I learned a lot on that. Um, on that, you know that that musical as well. Uh, who else? Um, Cyrus Brooks. Mm. Um, who else? You do any tapping? Can you tap? A little bit, a little bit. I yeah, Cyrus was, did like a little like. Yeah, little cause tap I remember you, doing, you did like a little something with mm-hmm. him. Um, um, what's all the crews that you've been a part of? Like you've been able to bless um, the crews that you've been in and you've started and and you know just the evolution of Zay. Mm-hmm. Um, starting from Kitty, uh, like I said, um, Originations of Leye at first. Um, Ario Blue, and then after Ario Blue, it was a, a dance group we started with mm-hmm. um, my manager because the group fell, fell, fell apart, fell through, um, but she wanted to keep continue working with us, yeah. um, so she put a group together with me, Lorenzo Hooker, um, and two other young ladies, so we uh, formed a group called Just Us, and that was my Why first, like... That? Did y'all used to practice at the Lee School, or um, at the Lee School? It was English, English High. Okay, okay. So we used to... Um, so yeah, that was the first like group outside of you know my, my background work with Ariel Blue. So that was my first like, I guess real dance group mm-hmm. after the two ladies um, dispersed. It was me and Lorenzo, so we had like a duo dance crew. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, where he and shout out to him too. Um, dope dancer, dope dancer. Is he still dancing? Um, I'm not sure. Actually, I know he's doing a lot with um, the airlines and stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay. He actually started with Origination, so. Oh wow. So he was um, in that group for a long time. And me and him just hooked up, and we, I think we was the first, like, duo after, like, the Wonder Twins to, like, really, like, have, like, real consecutive, like, notoriety in the city and stuff wow. like that. When, like, a lot of the groups were, like, you know, a, you know, heavy, heavy. Like, heavy group Yeah, groups. heavy, heavy Because I remember there was two of a kind back in the day now. Mm-hmm. Now, this is when I was 14. Mm-hmm. Look, that sound like an old lady. <laughs> when I was 14, 15, mm-hmm. um, there was two of a kind, B.O.P., um... Billy and Bobby. Um, I'm trying to think of all the different crews. Lower level. Just all the different dance crews and singing groups that was out mm-hmm. in 92 to 94. Mm-hmm. And it was just nuts. Because right. you back then you went to Lynn. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Runner because Runner remembered. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, You know what I'm saying? Because Runner remembered those talent shows. Mm-hmm. These talent shows used to happen in Lynn. They used to be popping. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like you came with your, you see, you know how we had the wind coats. 
Like you came with like the wind, like anything that was out back then, mm-hmm. you you came like put together. Right. And it was like this was gonna be your break. Mm-hmm. And if you went to this talent show and you won consecutively, you were getting immediate acknowledgement, and you were like about to take off. Mm-hmm. And, and if you weren't a if you weren't a dancer, mm-hmm. you gonna be a dancer now. Right. And like if you're a singer, mm-hmm. and you needed to know how to dance, you are gonna be doing them both. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't trying to build and breed like um, you know triple threat groups and right. stuff like that at that mm-hmm. time. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy that. You talk about you know you and uh, Zoe being like a a two man duo because I remember at some point the crews were bigger than um, being a smaller group. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They didn't. You had to have like fifteen plus members in your right. group. Right. Like that so. wasn't happening anymore. Like yeah. being very um, a smaller uh, network. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. It, at one point we was like everybody was putting together 16-man crews mm-hmm. and 12-man groups and right. 20 groups, like 20 people in a group. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what, when did you become um, more of a choreographer? Word. So just to go back real quick. Um, so, like, before, like, I did, like, any group stuff, I did, like, solo work and mm-hmm. just, like, just doing my own, like, Michael Jackson impersonations and stuff. And... and we didn't I, touch that, too. Word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, I, uh, when I joined, when me and Lorenzo had the group, one of the reasons why I didn't want to like have like a lot of people in the group because I felt like one I already had that like solo like act mentality in a sense like mm. less is more in a sense and I feel like you can do a lot more with like two people um, as far as like entertaining wise mm-hmm. um, with the group sometimes everything gets lost at that time it wasn't as like um, popular yeah it wasn't as popular and it wasn't like dance wasn't as forward as it was, as it is now so. Um, uh, I did like a little bit of work with um, I say like cameos with emotion, mm-hmm. um, little cameos with uh, stages. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Sophie. Hey. Um, she gave me my actually um, after Just Us, I did some solo stuff after that, and then I I went to her after Michael Jackson passed. We'll get to that still. Oh lord, um, I remember that. So I wanted to put on like a, a, a tribute show, and actually with the tribute show, uh, the dancers in my first rehearsal. Well, Sophie, let sorry, go back real quick. Sophie let me um, use her studio mm-hmm. to, like, you know, have my rehearsals and stuff like that. Dope. So, I got the dancers and stuff like that, and all the dancers came, and I, after, it was, like, on a break or something like that, and I just taught them, like, a hip-hop, you know, piece, and they all loved it. Mm-hmm. So, Sophie's like, oh, this is dope, like, you should, put, like, put a group together, and at that time, I'm like, nah, I'm not trying to do no group, I want to do no group. <laughs> Yo, once they get into his mind that he want to do something, he don't want you... He will listen to you and he will nod you to death, <laughs> but he is going to do what he wants to do. Yeah. That is one thing I know about my brother, for sure. So I'm just like, nah, I'm not trying to do no group. And they're all like, oh, it'll be so dope. Come on, let's do it, let's do it. So I'm like, all right, whatever, cool. So then I ended up starting my own group um, called Legacy. I and remember that. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to write your stuff, like write the name Legacy, mm-hmm. and I used to like promote it. Yep. I don't know where it was. I promoted on Twitter. I think so. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. I remember that. Yeah, that was my first like real like crew that I put. Wasn't Tati in that? Yep. Yep, I remember mm-hmm. that. Yo, mm-hmm. wait, did y'all do um Beantown Bounce? Uh, I think we did. We did Prelude. I think we did like a couple of, like Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Stuff like that we did a lot of those with shows. the um with uh, Mr. Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terry Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Child Terry Walker because so he always puts the platform together, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, yeah. And then you had, after that, I know you did RTD2. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but Jamal, Jamal Weaver, shout out to him. Yeah. And then you had, um, after that, was sort of, you went back into that mode of like, all right, individualism, mm-hmm. I need to work on me. Yeah. And I think I can imagine, I mean, I can remember sitting around me and you, we were always together. Me, mm-hmm. you, Larome. Yep, Keith. You know, Keith. Yeah. We always was together trying to figure <laughs> out what's next mm-hmm. individually and collectively. Um, and just having those conversations on like, you know, what business needs to look like. Mm-hmm. Because I don't even think I was working on the game yet. Mm-mm. I wasn't working no, on the game yet. Um, and these, and, and listen, you know, all the people that we talked about too, um, especially with Jamal and Keith and Larome, like they were all around for the actual Dancers Report startup mm-hmm. because it didn't, it, it started with them being around. Because I remember us being like, and, and tapped in and doing certain fashion shows. Yeah. And we would go and do like choreography because I remember you and Larome did Lady Divine one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Colby had one. Mm-hmm. And then we were sort of Break dibbling out, and dabbling. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, we, we would be around this city always working, mm-hmm. not not be doing nothing. We was always working. Right. Um, did y'all go to the Apollo R2D2? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. What happened to the yep. girls that we used to dance? They used to be dope. Uh, just doing other things. Okay. Just, uh, some are still dancing. Okay. Some are just like, um, well, I know Shawnee, she's into fashion. She has her own um, okay. brand Got it. called Equality. Uh, I like shout that. out to the LBGT community. All right. Um, so that's the big brand that she started. Pride. And, uh, yeah, shout out to everybody. You know, Pride, Pride Month. I will be there on Friday. <laughs> and um, I think, yeah, and I, I, some of the other members are still dancing and stuff like that too. Is Jamal still in the city or is he out? He's in Atlanta. I, I'm not sure. I think he's around somebody okay. told me he's seen, they seen him jamal's like a mystery he just yeah pop up. he pop up and it's like oh it's jamal he's here and then right it's like, he's gone again but then he's, he always pop up so shout like, out to jamal man yeah. hey yeah shout out jamal. to jamal he uh another person that influenced me was as far as like you know choreography and creativity because when he put it together r2d2 that group it was like oh eight oh nine yeah and we were doing was stuff like i know she was a baby she like, was three oh, years old crazy like, we was doing stuff, like, as far as, like, choreography, like, ahead of our time. Like, his eye and his ear for, like, choreography and mm-hmm. music is, like, so far ahead. And, um, so, yeah, so shout out to Jamal for, like, you know, just putting that group together. A dope, a lot of dope opportunities came from that group. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some, you know, great travel opportunities with the crew. Didn't and, y'all go to Atlanta at one point, too? Um, we went to New York a couple of times. Um, I think he went to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, he went to Atlanta. Yeah. I thought y'all were all gonna be down there. That was awful. I thought y'all was gonna yeah. be gone after yeah, that because me too. <laughs> I feel like you know once once you get down into Atlanta and there's so many, it's like a the the opportunities to do anything you want to do is so vast. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like a like looking out in the sky. You can't use this sky for miles. Right. Like you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. and I think that people forget that. Like when they that they can also have that mentality wherever they are. They don't have to just be in Atlanta or LA or mm-hmm. New York or right. Miami or wherever. Mm-hmm. Like you can be, you can have that mentality in Boston. Right. You know, um, what else in your background, like, you know, that you've accomplished that, you know, to tell, tell folks like what you've accomplished because I mean, he's been able to travel um, after, you know, being in many groups and then, seriously being asked by the city to do Michael Jackson that's a big thing because I remember like taking him to a mall because he because somebody asked right, right, him at right, a right. mall yeah. to perform in front of the masses like 
yeah, we need you at this mall to do this big performance. Like, and this wasn't just one. Like, like he would be booked just to do MJ, mm-hmm. like for months. Crazy. <laughs> this guy needs to be booked for Crazy. that. Like, we would be like, Zay, what you doing? Ah, oh, I gotta go to this gig. I gotta mm, do this I gotta gig. Gig here, gotta gig here. Are you still doing MJ? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, that never okay. stops. I actually have a gig coming up in August, August fourth. Still working out the details, but another opportunity to do. So, more. how did you go from? coming out of the groups and then doing like that sort of searching of what's next because i know that you and i stayed pretty tight mm-hmm. you know and then we realized oh all right we got yeah we i think we was doing stuff we was always trying to figure out what to do next yeah, right. and then i think like dan central came around but i could we couldn't really do anything until what three mm-hmm. yeah i think he was like I mean, we were in everybody that was like around each other. We was always inseparable. Right. Folks be at my house. We would be just trying to put our heads together on different projects and choreography and mm-hmm. just. I remember like you were Zay was my first protege mm-hmm. for um every every performance I kill. It was a DVD series called EPIK. <gasps> Yo. We killed that. I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yo. I was like, yo, I'm gonna put this in every barbershop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put this on TRL. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get it everywhere. And it, it, yo, just to show you, like, your dreams don't stop. For real. You just get them bigger and you just cultivate them better. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Because I'm going to do that DVD. Right. Like, I did I did one already released it, but I didn't release it the way that I could have now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we going we gonna to do it. You need to bring that back. I know. Because yeah. people, people want to see you, you know, you move and move to music and just, they're just fascinated by that. It's like being in a club. They'll watch you in a club. Right. But they'll also watch you on, on TV. Mm-hmm. They'll also watch you on their phone. They'll watch you on their laptop. So, like, that doesn't stop. Right. And that's been like that for years. People will watch people at a club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, for God's sake, they're watching players play a video game. Mm-hmm. You know they, exactly. You know what I mean? You right. go to YouTube and it's people watching other people play. Like, exactly. that's the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. Right. Excuse me to swear, <laughs> but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, it was after. Um, well, I had a conversation with one of, um, my best friend Roger Calloway, and he was just like, he has a, a very uh, big like classical background. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you know, after dance, you know, dancers are usually like go into choreography. After choreography, they go into like creative direction. Right. After that, they go into production mm-hmm. slash you know directing. So I was just like, not saying I'm done dancing, but I want to like. Like you said, do see what's next and right. start try something start else. Start elevate so your career. I kind of I, I fell into choreography by accident. Like I said, with that <laughs> whole stage situation, because I wasn't trying to be a choreographer. I was just like, all right, let me just see if this works, and yeah, it, it yeah. ended up working. And then after that, at forming the group, I had mm-hmm. to obviously come up with choreography That's right. and the mixes and the direction of where we wanted to go to. So I kind of like fell into like that by accident, but. No, nah, like that was your step being directed. You know what true, I mean? True, true that. Seriously, true because that. it was like, what's this is what you want to do next. I'm going to prepare you for this. Mm-hmm. And it's going to prepare you for the long haul. Because look at where you are now. Right. Like, huh. That's <laughs> prep. You don't realize right. it. We don't realize how much our steps are directed mm-hmm. when we're in certain places. And one thing I can say about Zay is that he he don't ever move unless he feels moved to. Right, true. true Seriously. True. He will not... Just be popping up at any Ray Ray Shorty Tim event. <laughs> None of that. If he does mm-hmm. not feel like he's supposed to be in the his presence, supposed to be in that room, 
he will not go. Right. And I love that about him because he's the he's the second person among a few others that feel me on that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be at everything because not everything deserves my presence right. or for me to be there because, you know, sometimes you got to um, take a step back and, and go where your feet's directed to go. Right. You know what I mean? True. That's what, yeah, that's dope that you said that. So, at that, I feel like after after that, that's when um, I just Flood started, gates. like, <laughs> the just started doing, like, everything just came after that. Like, um, I'm trying to think of what came right, right after that. I think... I, I think you started to like venture off into funk. You started that, yeah. to realize, okay, <clears throat> I'm done sort of being in, you know, groups that are with my structure. I want to be in something that's a little bit more structured right. and be around like-minded people mm-hmm. who have that drive and who are consistent in that drive and like, right. um, and I think it works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and I feel like. Um... Cause before then, like a lot of people asked me to be in their groups, and I'm just like, like oh, you said, you like, like nah. I'm like, nah, I'm also, <laughs> not really. I'm not really looking to be in a group right now. But um, it's crazy that you brought up funk, cause I feel like that's right on the timeline where I joined. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people like don't know, but like I joined funk right when they got off the TV show. Yeah. And it was crazy because I was like you said at that point in my career where I'm like, what's next? Do I join the group? Do I keep doing my solo thing? Do mm-hmm. I still try to figure out like what's next? Mm-hmm. But I always did shows and like Ray and Rick always always put me on a certain performances and stuff like that mm-hmm. to do like MJ and like you know just go to a college and like you know, put on my show to help their show. I think that was the coolest thing. Shout out to Raya and her husband for even seeing that as part of like how they can incorporate it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't something you had to choose. Right. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you know individual creativity i think she she actually does a good job for the most part as uh, exposing um dancers for their strong their strengths Mm -hmm. like she knows people are entertained right yo if you haven't seen my brother do michael jackson (laughs) you 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 know you need to see it you sleeping you you been you on snooze like snore status mm-hmm. like or as Remy Ma said are you dumb? Right. Oh my god. <laughs> I like like not that wasn't directed towards <laughs> anyway, but I love when Remy Ma says it. She just says it with so much craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't already seen him do it, it's such a dope sight to see and how, I mean, fluid, he is. Like if you are a MJ fan. You will not be disappointed with Zay at all. Like you'll be like, yo, what? I think, yo, why don't you hold like a competition for MJ? Like who could do the MJ the best, yo? And you'd be like, be like per- you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. especially with these bucks. I mean, right. I, when I when I say bucks, I mean these young bucks, mm-hmm. like Amia's age. You know what I mean? Um, but they doing they too busy throwing it up and then whatever. Mm-hmm. I. So they, they, they don't know nothing about the the uh, Michael Jackson moonwalk. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. what so when she started incorporating you within the funk set to do MJ, what how did you feel in terms of that? Like how did you feel you feel like I got a I got a platform, you know, to really Yeah, it, well definitely because like it was like because um, at first it was like they'll have because funk does like half hour hour performances and stuff, mm-hmm. so They'll have their set, and then she'll bring me on to do my set to kind of give them a break, and then the breakers come on mm-hmm. just to like kind of like rotate that yeah, whole thing, rotate it. So which is dope. I felt like it was dope because I felt like okay, word, 
I'm able to do what I love, which mm-hmm. is MJ with my own thing. And then also, I can kind of watch them do what they what they do. And at yep. that point, I'm like, should I join? Should I not join? And I wanted to ask them to join, but they had just got on the show. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to ask them and make it seem like I was only asking because Cause I they're on, on the, the show. show. Yeah. So it just so happened that when they got off the show, she, you know, she messaged me. She was like, you know, I'm looking to expand my company. You know, we would love to have you if you would have us. And, you know, hopefully, you know, that's we can work dope. something out. And that's what I, I love. I do remember about. that. I do remember you, like, and uh, were you, like, rocking with, um, like, um, Liam, Jet? A little bit, yeah. because yeah, I remember, like, me, well, I know at one point we celebrated my birthday, and then we turned around to celebrate your birthday. Mm-hmm. It was all of us right. wilding out. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a couple years ago. That was after. Right. After the, you know, <laughs> all of us, like, kind of establishing what the career bound is going to be at that moment. Mm. So how long have you been with Funk? Mm, I think this is my sixth, seventh year. That's so dope. And like... Seventh year, yeah. Where have you been able to perform with the group? Like, you know, I know you guys have a huge impact. The message is hip-hop for hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we are, we are the campaign and the support system is all around Jared. Yeah. So if you are mm-hmm. familiar with Funk Phenomenon, they have a mission, and the mission statement is Hip Hop for Hope, and it and it's so that they can fund and support the San Filippo um, disease mm-hmm. that um, you know that's plaguing you know kids and you know sort of families, um, and so they they you know uh, Funk Phenomenon uh, director and owner uh, Rhea Briggs, shout out to her her son. Um, is one of the the, the, the main char- main um, reasons why we support hip hop for hope mm-hmm. uh, because he is inflicted with that and you know and we're trying to you know help him and help others and other families mm-hmm. who have that um, that suffer from that disease so um, she has a strong message the crew carries her and they support her mm-hmm. the city supports her um, and I'll, so far so good you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Um, how many places have you gotten to travel? Cause like y'all be moving. Uh, fortunate to travel. Uh, we did Texas a few times. Um, I'm like what? Texas. You, you uh, won HHI. Yep, Hip Hop International. We'll get to that too. Ooh wee. Uh, uh, Texas. Uh, Miami. Uh, sorry, where Maine? Um, a couple of us got actually. Book to do um, a TD Bank toy, uh, tour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the TD um, TD Bank Wild Tour. Sorry. Wow. Um, so we went to a couple of us went to Philly, um, North Carolina, no South Carolina. Sorry, uh, New York. Where else? Uh, Did y'all go to Vegas? Maine. We didn't go to Vegas on that, but we've been to Vegas to perform too. Okay. Um, where else? California. California. LA. Y'all went to somewhere LA. else too. I forgot, but that's over Arizona. Dope, super no, dope. not Arizona. Thinking of Arizona. I don't know why I was thinking of Arizona. Um, DC? Nah. Just no. count uh, many places. Um, where else? Uh, you guys also perform for corporate. Yes, um, we gigs. do a lot of corporate events. Um, a lot of corporate events. Um, we I remember one time we did like a biotech company, so we had to dress up in like biotech suits <laughs> and do like a, a flash mob. That's crazy. So it's yeah, we've been like blessed to do so many like dope opportunities with uh, the corporate world, um, just like billion dollar executives and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Just like so many like just dope opportunities. Um, 
Yes, uh, we do uh, Hip Hop International. Um, not every year. Are y'all doing it this year? We're doing it this year. That's yeah. gonna be dope. Um, I'm actually not going this year. I'm gonna stay back with the family Aww. this year. Um, but I am helping with the coaching and stuff. And like Corey, that. that's good. Um, my first time was actually in 2013. Funk has been doing it since like I think 2000, like six, seven. Yeah, because I remember I when Amir early. was a baby, they were they a were long going. time. Yeah, so that's like the Olympics for dance, yo. Yeah, if you don't know what hip hop mm-hmm. international is, look it up. It's like the the dance Olympics, yo. Yeah, it's it's, it's an amazing event. It needs to be on a plat- bigger platform though, because people need to know like people come from all over the world right. to compete, and like this is like our thing. You know what I mean? That would be dope if I could go to Hip Hop International on behalf of the Dancers Report. That'd be dope. Um, yeah, it's one like she led us to Hip Hop Dance Olympics. Um, it's a world level competition. Um, but you know what? The cool thing about this is you have also Funk Phenomenon who does, um, what you call it, your competition. Yeah, I know we um, talked about, like, you know, you guys going to different um, events. But there's, like, an event that um, Funk Phenomenon hosts. What's that? Prelude. Yeah. Yeah, Prelude of New England. Um, it's a part of the New England, uh, New England, sorry. It's a part of the Prelude Dance Series. And, um, and we host it for the Boston um, edition. And um, all the proceeds from the event goes to, you know, San Felipe Syndrome and the Hip Hop of Hope Fund. So that's a dope event that we try. We put on every year that Tony, the, um, the owner of Prelude, he allows us to do. That's which dope. Which is super dope. And um, I just wanted to touch on um, HHI again, too, because um, uh, I feel like a lot of dancers, if this is something that you really want to do, you should definitely check it out. Um, if you don't, you know, if you don't have the opportunity to go, just look up videos and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Cause it's really like, from my experience, um, I've been fortunate to go three times. Uh, I went once in 2013 for uh, a mega crew, which is like a crew, which is, has 15 to 40 dancers mm. on stage. So you have to like, you know, start and end with all the members that you have. But uh, 2013, I went, that was the first time I went and uh, we got the bronze medal for the USA division. Y'all and it. thank you. And we came nineteenth <laughs> in the world for that year. That's and dope. The last, second time I went was uh twenty seventeen and um we didn't place but you know it was a dope um experience again and last year we went so we kinda like went and like redid, you know, everything that we didn't do mm. the pro- the right way the okay. year before. So we kinda like just elevated our routine that we had for the year. So it's one of those situations where like you really gotta like put like so much work in. It's gonna that's it's right. one of those competitions that's gonna make or break you. Because mm-hmm. you gotta think about it. You're going against not only the best in your, your nationwide. Uh, you're right. going the best in the world. Right. It's not just you know the U.S. It's the whole world. They're coming. So. I have a question. Mm-hmm. What did y'all do last year? How did that go? Um, we placed third in the U.S. Yeah. division. I thought we got third, say. and we placed I think. Uh, I want to say sixth in yeah. the world. I yeah. believe the mega crew. So, um, is, yeah, we is the Mega um, Crew going this year? Yep, there's a Mega Crew. You know, I'm trying to squeeze it out of them. <laughs> mega Crew's going this year. We have um, <laughs> Little Funk. Last year, actually, I forgot this. Little Funk, they actually won the world. No, not the world. They won first in the U.S., sorry. First yeah. in the U.S., fourth in the world. Um, and they killed it. They smashed it. So they're the USA champions. They're going back to defend the title this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mega Crew, we're going back this year. And also Funk Snap. 
they're going for the um, adult division. That's going to be dope. So, they, they Are they merging hard. with anybody? Sorry? No, they're going to merge with anybody? Mm-mm. Mm, okay. They mm. just want to snap. I'm Heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. They go on, yeah, As they DJ come. Chubby Chubb, shout out to Chubb. Mm-hmm. Heavy hitters. Right. <laughs> right. Um, what's your specialty? What's your technique? Uh, specialty. I say my specialty. I I, I try to keep a smooth style, mm-hmm. smooth, fluid, like a slash classic, entertaining very showy showman kind of mm-hmm. like classic kind of vibe but um i'd like to stay current as well so i'm always like you know checking out what's new what's hot so i kind of like just i try to just be like you know a, a gumbo of everything yeah i know that's right i try not to like put myself in a box and say like you know i'm this kind of dancer this kind of dancer because i feel like dancers are in, in general should be well-rounded so i always kind of like kept that with myself or like you know as far as like you know Shout out to everybody who, you know, trains in these styles. But, like, instead of calling myself a popper, I feel like a popper just pops. Yep. You know what I mean? So. Um, I would say I, all styles. Yo, you he won the People's Champ one year. Shout out to Chicky. Yes, sir. For hosting that. And, um. Oh, he, yeah, I got to give you that belt. He, he keep hitting me up with that belt. Oh, I'm he gonna asked. I'm going to give you the belt, bro. I'm going to give you Chicky. Yo, he still got the belt. He still got the belt. Yes, but I didn't know Dang, you had to return the you got to return the belt, yo. I didn't know you had to return the belt. How many years has that been? A couple of years. Oh, He's my still, God. Chicky's yo. like, I can't have the competition without the belt, man. <laughs> so I got you. We're going to schedule something, and we're gonna, I'm going to get you the belt back. Yes. <laughs> yes, that competition, it was dope. It was an all-style event. I think it was one of my first, like, all-style events. As, like, in the I club. remember the ride up there. We was like, yo. Zay, you got this, yo. Am I doing this? Am I gonna do it? You can get this. I'm gonna do, do it. This. I'm gonna do it. I'm nervous. You listen, and then we had Amia try to battle him. Man, oh, she she came out. You know, Amia went swinging. No hoes bar. She's like, she I know you're my uncle, but she I ain't got no ready. teeth in my mouth. You I'm still gonna I, vote. She vote to the gods with no teeth. That was so cool. <laughs> Me ain't have no teeth in her mouth. She's like, shall we, uncle? <laughs> <laughs> this was pre, pre-dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Zay has also been also um, very fortunate and very um, such a blessing to be able to work with my friends. Um, shout out to Frenchie. Shout out to Ricardo, Twyla, mm-hmm. yeah. Sarah, um, mm-hmm. Colin, um, uh, Gurdley, yeah. uh, Nate, mm-hmm. um, Dan Chase. Rachel, Allie, Tori, Marcus, Tori, Nelson, Marcus, um, um, Devin, mm-hmm. Spikey, um, AJ, aka Akuman, and um, Nick, Demora, yeah. um, Naoko. We can't forget Naoko. Kidding me? Matt yes. Bach. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Arthur Nasi. Yeah. And he's actually the creative lead on the new Dance Central. That's dope. So shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Harmonics, period. Right. We love you guys because you created a platform for us dancers to really shine and mm-hmm. really get dance across the world. And um, right. Zay was a part of that. He was part of the whole Dance Central um, franchise, uh, being able to, the opportunity to work on what, Dance Central 2 or Dance Central 3? Two. 2, yep. Was, and 3, came, didn't you? I think 2... I came in on like DLC, I think. Yeah. And then I worked on three as well. Yeah. So he was able to do some motion capture for all the wind moves and, mm-hmm. 
you know, the intros, the outros for um, DC, DCI, which was the, 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 the investigators. Uh, it was like a That's whole so theme. Dope. You got you to gotta be able to pay attention in the game. If you're not a gamer and you haven't hit up Dance Central 1, 2, or 3, um, you wouldn't really understand. But they have like, um, you know, they have a whole like theme and like a whole storyboard. So, so um, and I, it was cool to be able to work in the quality assurance department as well. Because in QA, we got to see exactly how our contribution allows the player to experience the dance. Right. Not just as a choreographer, not just as a creator, but as like, we're fixing the game, we're dancers, we're dancing the game. How are we go going to have the experience and how is anybody who's a non-dancer going to have the experience? Mm -hmm. So that was like a cool thing. I mean, we used to clown. Mm. Yo, I still have pictures and videos. <laughs> That Zay used to do, he used to mess with my Barbie dolls and my dolls on my, my desk. Yep, same for me. And Michael Jackson doll. Yo, mm -hmm. any type of action heroes, dolls, robots, anything on your desk got rearranged if you left it. Hang yep. If you left to go get lunch, your desk was rearranged. Yep. Like, I remember going to go get Abon Pond. Because they don't eat no food. He eats lettuce. He eats <laughs> french fries. Eat <laughs> he eats french fries and lettuce. No, sir. He, but he definitely just eat french fries. Very picky, um, very <laughs> And the burger with no bread. <laughs> <laughs> no cheese. No cheese. He don't want nothing on there. No cheese. Just give me the patty. <laughs> um, I would go get up on pawn. I come back and my Barbie doll was like drunk in a bowl somewhere. And then and uh, Michael Jackson's cheering her on. Like, what? Crazy. It used to be a mess. Mm -hmm. um, and we used to have so much fun at that job. Nerf gun wars. Yeah. I um, had to go and buy a Nerf gun because, like, I remember when I first got on, like, everybody had Nerf guns. I'm like, everybody got Nerf guns? Except I me. I gotta go out and get me one because I'm about to be, like, about to catch me slipping. <laughs> it was dope. But, yes, I want to big a big, big thank you for you. Mm -hmm. To you for bringing me on the oh, game. Oh, man. What's um, I remember, like, even, like, you know, putting the word, you putting the word out and you're like, yo, this is an opportunity. That's you guys right. have an opportunity. And she gave, like, you know, it was not just me, but it was also, like, two other dancers in the running to, like, you know, she, like, gave us that opportunity yo. and told us, like, yo, like, come, you know, like, come on to this project and, mm -hmm. like, get this work. I mean, because the biggest spectrum is, like, look, look at how weird dance is. Mm -hmm. Dance is on its own two feet right now, and it's always been that way to us, mm -hmm. but to the mainstream and execs in the room with suits, they don't look at as, as dance as its own two feet. Right. They look at dance as a hobby and that, mm -hmm. like they don't got to pay for it. You right. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about the, the corporate and um, culture vultures that don't really want to, you know, support the idea of dance being its own platform. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think that us doing this game helped people understand that dance isn't just a hobby right. you know it's a lifestyle it's mm -hmm. a culture it's you know it's so much more than what you know you know what people think it is like right. and then you know it's there's a need for it yeah. <laughs> like yeah. i know there's so many people that you've helped in terms of emotional mm -hmm. state yeah uh just by them watching you or just by them taking your class um there's little girls who've taken your class who are now older who, if they did not take your class, 
their self esteem would probably be, you know, they would it wouldn't be as built up as it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you have girls who, all sh- you have people of all shapes and sizes and nationalities coming to your class. Yo, let me tell you something, Zay. When he started this class, it, it started as him subbing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Devin. Yeah. Because if Devin, when he got so daggone busy that he's like, yo, I'm gonna go work at the at the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, then and you, you go, go sub my class. Right. Like, so I leave my, I leave the job, go sub his class, mm-hmm. and like sometimes it'd be like three, four people. Mm-hmm. It would be like five people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you didn't know what you get, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, also with that, like the, the my class, I tell people all the time, like you know, just you got, if you believe in something, that's like you really gotta just go full force with that's it. That's right. When he get, actually gave me the the slot. Again, I was subbing and I was switching mm-hmm. off with another dancer. Shout out to Joe. Me and Joe were switching weekly. Oh, yeah. Joe Jason. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Joe Jason. He's yeah. on um, Newsies. Yeah, yeah. He just killed it. That was so dope. But, um, so me and him were switching back and forth week to week. Oh, wow. And so, like, I forgot he, about that. Yeah, even him. He was like, you know what, bro? This is something that, like, I feel like this is more like your style. You know what I'm saying? This is something that, you know, I feel like you'll have a, but a better, like, uh, future with mm-hmm. so he gave me that and I, I again i built my own class from like three people that's right and now people it's like that's a packed class it's like a regular is one of the most sought out classes in the city humbly i'm saying mm-hmm. but um it is it, it's just because, <laughs> every wednesday um, every wednesday 8 30 funk phenomenon 1886 we parkway <laughs> <laughs> um plug, yeah, plug, it's, plug. It's, it's just one of those things where like i felt strongly about it and like it's one of those i always said like because i teach dance all all week long to kids mm-hmm. so there's a certain level of choreography you can only you can give kids yes right I mean? so that's like my wednesday class is like my therapy to like kind of like express like whatever i'm feeling mm-hmm. like, and like just to be around like like-minded dancers and that's people right. who want to like train and grow and it's an open level class just to like you know make it uh-huh yeah, me and come, come, come down class. it's uh it's an open level classes for any age I just ask that you have dance experience, but open levels, I don't shy away from mm-hmm. any kind of, if you're a beginner, you can come, if you're advanced, you can come. I just like promote a fun, uh, fun environment. I just want people to have fun because that's why I started dancing because it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes we get so wrapped up in like, life. not just the business, but life and stuff like that. Like I just for that, that time that you're at my class, cause I don't want to say it's an hour because sometimes we run over. So that's time that you're out, <laughs> it's time a you're session. Out my class, just, I just want you to have fun and get away from like whatever's on your mind and bothering you and stuff. So it, it, it's one of those things where, like, again, like Move Like Zay, it's one of those things where I want to show people like the journey mm-hmm. of, you know, they might just not just my class, but my, my evolution in dance. Did you do a documentary? I thought you did a documentary or something. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, shout out to Trevor Chamberlain. Uh, Trevor Chamberlain, yeah, sorry. It's a I thought it was a, I thought I saw something that you did. Yeah, it's on YouTube, yeah. It's called um, A Dancer's Dream, I believe. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it was one of those, I feel like it was a Rise Boston edition. Mm. So it was like a couple of dancers. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was me, um, Shaquan, Shaq Reed. Yep. Um, shout out to my cousin, Cuzzo. LA I Florida. didn't know he was your cousin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you cousins with Smitty, too. Mm-hmm. That's my, you know, that's, that's who put, like used to train me to sing. I didn't know that. Yes. That's crazy. Smitty is one of my mentors. That's when crazy. I name all my mentors, mm-hmm. I mean, he's one of them. Yep. Smitty, you know what I mean? Shout out to Smitty. Mm-hmm. Hey, water. Hey, who else? You know what I mean? Uh, I used to be right in his basement. 
with his son, like his son Shaka's grown now, but mm-hmm. he had the daughters and stuff. Yo, his mom's house over here in Small Dorchester. World. That's crazy. Yeah, I knew him since I was fourteen. Crazy. Fourteen years old, and I ain't gonna tell you. Flip, flip the, the numbers. Forty-one. <laughs> fourteen still. Right, fourteen mm-hmm. to now I'm forty-one, crazy. but um. You know, I, the other thing I want to know as well is anybody like, you know, what's been your struggle in the business? Has it been the, you know, the gigs, the money, the location, your relationships with people? Um, you know, how has that, how is, what's been a main, major struggle for you in terms of dance? <sighs> and remember, this also helps everybody else too, because like right. I know for me, it's like, there'd be like I used to name three things like mm-hmm. money because y'all ain't trying to pay us nothing mm-hmm. and I can't Zay was also another person who I would I'd have to humbly ask him to do a show knowing that it's either they want to pay but they don't got enough money mm-hmm. and um you know like every dancer that I'm like really close with or just in general I've already exhausted them to do shows that don't pay their worth so like, I can't even ask them to do anything <laughs> for free or for minimum because I understand the business. You know what I mean? We right, just right, right. are. At one, me and Melissa talked about this during her interview. Is that at some point, and Frenchie too, at some point, we cannot accept to do gigs, certain gigs, because it costs us the amount they're trying to pay us. Mm-hmm. With, get to there. get there yeah. you know what I mean so that's that's with it whether it would be a cab an uber a, a bus ride a train ride mm-hmm. the outfit you gotta try to get together like there's costs for these things so I say all that to say like yo yo we've been through some like some you know experiences and to see where you are now um you know just to touch on your background like what's been some of the struggles in mm-hmm. in dance for you uh I would say, let me see. I'd say um, maybe. That's a good question. Because I feel like you've evolved. Yeah. Because I like you've evolved now beyond some things, certain areas. So like, what was a struggle before is not a struggle now. Mm -hmm. Like, because I remember location used to be an issue for us. Right. We'd be like, all right. This city is not serving our needs, like mm. especially in dance and in the arts. Yeah. So we all have to go to either New York, mm. and at some point, y'all was on in New York. I was on in New York because I had artists that I was working with out in New York, and then yeah. at some point, I was touring with artists that were leaving the city to go perform other places because there just wasn't a market yeah. here, and you know what I mean. It mm. wasn't so like location was an issue in like '08. Right. You know what I mean. True. Um. And then money was money's always an issue, yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. I mean, I don't think it's a, a it's a struggle though. Yeah, right. Because it was a struggle before. Yeah, yeah. But now it's like we can manage. You know, I mean, maybe for these younger folks that are now establishing themselves, they're like experiencing a struggle because they don't have the resume to ask for a, a certain amount. Right. But like back now, compare us comparing our career levels. I don't feel like that's like that's a you know, um, a main thing. I mean, it, it was a struggle, but I think that's just a constraint. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's tough questions. Like I really, I mean, everybody that I ask these questions to, they're like, Chanel, what? 
<laughs> like, cause it, cause you know, it'd be, it'd be tough. Like, you know, you have to really dig deep and find out what the answer is. Like, right. um, um, I wouldn't say respect, but I would say in some experiences with, um, teaching at like studios, mm. I feel like, uh, what me well like a hip-hop dancer would teach mm-hmm. or a hip-hop teacher would yep. teach doesn't get the same kind of like not respect but the same kind of like taken uh, serious as right. if it was like ballet yeah right yeah and um like you know some even in ballet you have those like basic terms and terminologies and stuff mm-hmm. like that and you have like uh, an across the floor like a certain set bar mm-hmm. when in hip-hop it's the same exact thing. You yes. can have the you know, there's certain terminologies you have for moves. Mm-hmm. There's across the floor you can do this technique yep. to it. Yep. So I feel like a lot of sometimes not all studios, but in some studios, like hip hop is just looked at like more like a hobby, like okay, this is just cool. And then and then mis it's misappropriated too. Right. I mean I'm guilty of like calling a class hip hop because the studio asked me to teach hip hop, but I ain't really teaching no hip hop. I'm mm-hmm. teaching you some creative movement, okay? Mm-hmm. We being creative with it. It's commercial. You know what I mean? Because I'm not going to be teaching six step because I don't know how to teach six, six step. I don't know how to teach you how to pop or lock mm-hmm. or, or, you know, break. Because that's not, that's not what I, I mean, I can, if you sat down and said, Chanel, let's do this combo, I could pull it off. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm not. That's not my that's not my ministry. I am not teaching you how to do that. Right. Like I can put mm-hmm. you around the right people to teach you how to do that, but I can be resourceful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can't teach that's you how true. to do the, the you know, the foundations of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Just that's not what and I won't promote that either. And that's where like I feel like with even with like, cause I teach my classes and I tell them like it's a hip hop based class, it's that it's called hip hop, but we're mm-hmm. not doing hip hop in this class. Right. So I, I like well, I'll do like a real standard hip hop uh, warm up. Mm-hmm. So I'll do like we'll work on bounces, we'll That's work right. on like top rocks mm-hmm. back and forth. We'll work on like a six step or mm-hmm. like just work on rhythm, mm-hmm. and then I'll give them something like commercial because mm-hmm. I know that's what quote unquote. That's what they're looking for. That's, That's what they're right. sign them up because for. they do. They think, and this is where why we're doing a better job. And I'm not saying we're going to because we already are. We are all doing a better job at ex- educating people mm-hmm. on what is what because right. it is a business. Mm-hmm. It is something we want you to take serious. So we have no choice but to not misappropriate so that you're not misappropriating. Right. Like, you know what I mean? We're talking about our audience. Because mm-hmm. um, that was like a big thing for a while. We're like, you know, we're now bickering amongst each other's on whose class is misappropriating the other and that yep. da, da. Mm-hmm. and you know i love shout out to carlene because you know you explain it in such a way where people understand what we offer mm-hmm. and what you offer and like now you know and reyes does a good job at like being firm at that yeah. Nange too mm-hmm. i think i think our city of dancers do a better a, a, a bet we're doing a better job at like explaining that now because yeah. before we wasn't doing that, we'd be like, you know what it is like. Right. We didn't feel like we had to explain what it is. You know what it is like. Mm-hmm. No, now we are saying to our our this, yeah, clients, exactly. like, listen, right. this is, what we this is not hip hop, exactly. okay? And you need to. We're gonna show you what hip hop is if you go to this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Like, I or this is creative movement when you come in here, and this is right. what we consider um, a how to move comfortably and and creatively mm-hmm. now when you go here you're going to be learning how to 101 
right. um, that you know, hip hop, whether it be you're in that particular class for six step, which is breaking, mm-hmm. you're going to be in there for breaking. Right. If you're going to go to lock shop, you're going there for locking, locking and right. that is it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, even, yep. we, we need to even get back to like whacking and voguing, separate them two, exactly, and yeah. really explain voguing is hip hop. Okay, let's let's clear that up right now. Voguing is hip hop. It was one of the the first things that that we did in mm-hmm. hip hop. When you talk about dance, so we we, we did b boy, we did all of that, but, but voguing is included in that. So mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that that are not part of the culture. Right. So they they think like it's separate and it only the LGBTQ um, uh, uh, community does it. No. Right. We all do it, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, sure. and it's not just one particular community that does it. It just so happens that you'll get around some folks who can kill it, mm-hmm. and y- y- you'll be surprised at how many you got kids doing it now. Yeah. You got you got you know crews doing it before mm-hmm. it'd be like you know um, a certain community right. in or that hip hop culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now everybody actually does it now. You know, we mixing it though because yeah. you got. Folks doing whacking, calling it voguing, and voguing, calling it whacking, and right. no. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another story to touch yeah. base on. But but I do I do feel you when you say going from studio to studio, mm-hmm. where um, we don't necessarily get taken serious. Right. Um, and that is unfortunate because there's a huge contribution in this world from hip hop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, rock and roll. Let's be clear. Um, you know, rhythm and blues comes mm-hmm. from hip hop. Comes from, I mean, rhythm and blues is hip hop. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what I mean, um, I don't know. I just feel like you're you're right in that area. Like, I think also space is an issue. I think I've touched base on every episode yep. of mm-hmm. this podcast about space being an issue for us. Right. True. Because we need space to create. Period. We need space to have our clients come to. Mm-hmm. We need space to uh, de- to to produce revenue. Right. And um, we need space when when there's things in the city that you that the city is asking us to put on and do. Mm-hmm. Where do you want us to go? We can't go no hallway. Right. We need we need a space. Mm-hmm. So stop building these condos and start building creative spaces for That's us. That's definitely one of my struggles. Cause even like me and LaRue will have this conversation a lot. Like we want to come back and like teach a class or like hold a hold a program in our community. Mm-hmm. But there's only certain kind of like there's only a certain amount of studios you can go to. That's right. And then like even like within our community, we mm-hmm. can't ask for like a certain kind of tuition because our community is not able to pay for it pay for that when they have other things they have to pay for mm-hmm. but if you go to another studio and a more like if we go out in the if suburbs you go to the outskirts you go in the suburbs you can get you, you, you get, have that you, you have, have those that. resources you have those those that those clients who are going to pay that certain amount mm-hmm. of tuition and i feel like that's one of the things that's one of the major struggles that i'm experiencing because i do want to have like my own program in my community well, and i want to have like you know, or like I want to be able to go to like a community center and like mm-hmm. host those like you know dance workshops and yep. dance classes. There's no like really like community. Are you trying to do that for the summer? Just an all year round period. Okay. Like just because I, I know like there's kids who like 
who need it. Yeah, and that's like listen. Because, there mm-hmm. was this place I was teaching at, right? Where it it's an it's an art space that is for um, literally uh, therapy. We don't have that either. Right. Our kids are watching people get shot and killed. And mm-hmm. like, they don't, and they're like coming from broken homes. Um, they're, you know, not financial uh, struggle and strife is a trauma too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that can mess up a child's psyche in the way that they develop. That can mess up their self-esteem. That could um, isolate them. Mm-hmm. That can make them feel like, you know, um violent that can make them feel angry you know what i mean and there needs to be a creative outlet and this is something that is needed in our city Mm -hmm. where we could they should invest into it because you're already pulling it pulling all of the um you know um art electives and initiatives that go into the schools Mm -hmm. because some of these schools I taught at a school where their cafeteria is their gym and their theater space and they don't have dance as a you know as a or or gym mm-hmm. because they don't have the funds to include it. Right. So they all have only academics, and now that you know they have to ever so often when they get a grant be able to budget it so that they can have an ex, you know extracurricular um, initiative or art electives mm-hmm. all within the arts, right. even including STEM and, and and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that should be in your math. Right, ASAP. <laughs> Like, yeah, that should already be happening, mm-hmm. you know. But they have to use it as an art elective, yeah. you know, with mm-hmm. a grant. I mean, I think we'll talk. Me, you, and Lerone can talk a little bit more about doing that because I would be a I'll hop on that with you. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Stacks because Stacks talked about that too. He talked about if we're gonna say we're gonna do something in the hood for free, then it needs to be free. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's right about that. Like, um. But now we need to start to figure out what that free looks like. Yeah. So if we can offer services for free, where is the money going to be able to come from to 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 offer it for free? Yeah. You know, this is where we need to start freeing up this money. And another person that's good at like finding out, even just on a um, art based elect like a, a, a as a collective, mm-hmm. um, Catherine Morris who does Bams Fest. Um, she, she, she's doing Bam Fest in June. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's actually someone I would talk to about finding out where the money is being put in the city right. because of need, based on need. And when they don't see a need, they don't release the funds and so, in, in that sense. Mm-hmm. But she has more of like of a, a, more of an answer. I'm like, I'm just answering based on what I thought I heard. You know what I mean? So, um. But shout out to Stax because I think that he also had touched base on uh, being able to offer services for free, um, but doing it in a way where you're financially available to do it. Because I can't ask you to do something for, I can't do something for free if I have bills that need to get paid. And and I don't have the time in the day or the week Mm -hmm. to do it because I got to go chase this money. Mm -hmm. I would love to be able to offer services for free because... This is what we're doing it for. We're doing what we love. Right. Um, but sometimes it, it becomes a constraint because now i got to go chase this money down mm-hmm. in order to be able to, to maintain. So um, it's a catch-22, but not to say that it can't get done. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I think um, space as a struggle. What do you think about um, 
I wouldn't say relationship because relationship, I think more so now than ever, we are flexing um, unity more. Mm -hmm. I think support is an issue. Like, I think that we don't support as much as we could support, Mm -hmm. but it's a slow coming. I do see it. Yeah, yeah, it's happening slowly. I feel like majorly, even like on on my behalf, on myself too, because I feel like we're all trying to be like the best that we can be. Mm -hmm. That was so focused on like, okay, well, we got to be up here. We got to be up here. We got to make it here. Mm -hmm. Not forgetting. Subconsciously not looking around. Right. Yeah. But also we have to realize like upon being here, we can also have these other people to help us get here and stuff like that. And that support can go a long way. I feel like even myself like I'll like even it, 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 a post I seen the other day like it's just so like support is like it's a share it's a tag it's a that's like right. it's that's all right. that and I feel like even something so little like we kind of get lost in doing mm-hmm. just because like we're again we're so like zoned in on like everything we got going on in our own stuff that we want to mm-hmm. like get to to the top with you know I mean? think also we don't talk about our struggles either like I'm not gonna go online and be like yo this there's a struggle I'm having like I'm not gonna do that right you know what i mean there's some mm-hmm. people that can do that um spiritually i don't do that because yeah. i don't feel like I, I need to i need to be somewhere else you know in my in my my uh prayer room and closet trying to you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's just me yeah i i don't um so so when there is like a thing where okay i don't see chanel over here mm-hmm. you know what i mean you know, you but you when you see me, you see me running. Right. <laughs> you can never stop. You know what I mean? You niggas, you know, you know, know, right? I'd be yeah. like, I'll, I'll call you back. I'll call you later. I gotta go. Like, right. um, and I think that that is also that plays in time being time broke. Mm-hmm. True. You know, a lot of us are, are time broke. If you don't have your time back, it's hard for you to support anything. Mm-hmm. And don't feel bad as a friend or or a company. Uh, my family don't even see me, so mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And I'm right. and I'm just using me as an example because the best way to use to talk about something is to talk about your own experience and with you in it mm-hmm. versus like something you don't know about. Like right. that's how I express. I mm-hmm. can't, you know. And it comes off in a narcissistic narcissistic way, but mm-hmm. that's not what I mean. I mean, I can only my brain can only <laughs> give it to you an example of the way that I know how right, to do right. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for lack of better expression, um, I wanted to give you a special thank you and a shout out because Zay, for those of you who are not um, not knowing, um, he provided um, classes for me to teach more because that was something I expressed I wanted to do, and when Dance Central was coming to a close. First of all, we wouldn't have had Dance Central as as the dance community. Like we wouldn't have had Dance Central without our dancers uh, being contacted. Shout out to Frenchie, um, Francisca Borders, um, <laughs> aka Frenchie and Marco Aguirre. Because if it wasn't for those two dancers, we wouldn't have um, expanded the way that we did into the dance world. Mm-hmm. And so, thank you for you and your contribution to our history in dance, um, especially with Dance Central. I feel like that that's how, like, it should work. Like, yeah. Because it was like, it, it, it's like a, a tree. Like, it was started with them too. Mm-hmm. And they brainstormed, brought people on. And yep. they brainstormed, brought people on. Yep. You brought me on. Yeah. And then I feel like after, like, I was brought on, it was like, all right, we're, this is the circle right here. Right. Right now that's making this move. And mm-hmm. then after it's done, we're going to disperse and, like, and just, do other things. Yeah. And, and then just make that happen with other circles and then 
boom. This should be a, circuit, a triple right? effect. Mm -hmm. Like, I I'm, I get excited when I see people wearing your shirt because even though I I yo I ain't got one yo I gotta get a shirt. Well, he ain't got a Miss Five Six Seven Eight shirt, and Jose ain't got a, a Miss Five Six Seven Onesie yet. So, I mean, I love that you, just to see you evolve, yo, like, um, even as a dad, like, that's so crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Yo, can I tell him, like, yo, they used to be like, yo, I like this girl. Yo. Right? <laughs> and I'd be like, what? Man, they, what, what girl are you talking about? Because, you know, they, they're they like my brothers. So when they be talking about girls, I'd be like, oh, Lord. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But he was like, no, this girl, she's in New York. She's from New York. And I remember that day, and I'm like, and I was, yo, Jazzy cracks up with laughing at me when I tell her the story. If you mm -hmm. don't know, she's like, yo, he was scheming on you for a bit. Yo, it's <laughs> true. It's true. Oh, my God. Woo. I was like, yo, this dude is losing it over her. <laughs> no, it was cool just to see, and then, to see where you guys are now as a team, as parents, um, you're showing your daughter that, you know, your passion in what you do, you can work as a team, you can mm -hmm. be a team, and she gets to see that. Right. She gets to see her parents at a dance studio, killing it, teaching people, shaping people. She gets to see her mom, like, incredible, like... Her, she used to come to the studio with us um, mm -hmm. when we were, you know, working on Marcella's project. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the whole HMG team um, and uh, Marcella Cruz, the whole whole crew. Um, and I was lucky to, to have her dance with me. I did not know that I was going to gain a sister. You that's know what dope. I mean? That's so dope. I and was happy like, that, like, that happened too. Yeah, like, like she really, and she held us together. Mm -hmm. She held us together and like, even watching her as a new mom um, helped me be a, continue being a, 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 a seasoned mom. Just to watch how you know gentle she was and how uh, now she is, and just because it would calm me. And like Jassy, so you guys have a very um, similar uh, temperament. Mm -hmm. Even though y'all are both too different, because she a Virgo and you a Pisces yep. and Aries, Pisces, yeah. right on the mm -hmm. line, <laughs> right on that line, y'all. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that even because both of you guys, like, if I'm around Zay by myself and I get all hype, Zay be like, chill. Jazz, jazz, jazz. You know what I'm saying? Jazz. And then when I get around Jazzy, Jazzy be like, but you know what? Like, yep. <laughs> she's mm -hmm. a firecracker, but then she also be like. You know, but look at it this way, Chanel, because mm -hmm. it could be like this. And that's what I love about, you know, my relationship with every dancer is that it's not all the same. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I gain, I gain so much. It's like so much wisdom and wealth mm -hmm. out of you knowing you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But going back to the TDA, mm -hmm. he got me a job teaching more because I wasn't doing that. Mm -hmm. I wasn't teaching. I was teaching in specific. I would be teaching like you know, artists and developing or doing art, more artist development, but I wanted to make teaching like a more forefront thing mm -hmm. and, and make a living off of it kind of. But at the time I was like still one foot in corporate yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. do it. Right, right. And I think if I didn't have that experience at TDA mm -hmm. on how to structure what the what, mm -hmm. and also with Carlene too, just two separate types of classes and styles and whatever, but just learning the structure of what to do, mm -hmm. I think that's helped me so much more now than ever. Right. Because now I know how to actually hold a class down and what 
the class should be like, mm-hmm. you know, down from the beginning of the hour to the end of the hour, like yeah. what the class structure should be. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to thank you for that. I never really said thank you for thank putting you. me in that position. But yeah, he's a, 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 a an excellent instructor and choreographer at the, the you still at the dance academy mm-hmm. yep TDA. wow how long you been there i think this is six years well yeah six shout out to years. erica spearberg yeah. and mm-hmm. and um what's the other girl's name that i love it jenna was, yep, yep jenna and yeah. erica hey Jenna's so, actually i think she's in providence now doing another studio but she's that's still amazing contact that's dope that's dope so and then you also like they do a production the seagull production once a year mm-hmm. or twice? Once a year, yeah. And their production is off the hook, okay? Let me just let y'all know. The production is so dope and so well produced. Like, you guys need to, if you have the opportunity to buy tickets for it, you need to. Does Excel still go? Oh, is this Sunday? Yeah, this Sunday oh my yeah. God, yes. Yeah, this Sunday, we just, we just college. That's yeah. going to be dope. They switched, oh, they switched the places, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. They get, they're getting bigger. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> um, is Jafel still there? Yeah. Yes! I think he's on the production side. He's doing like the more of the MCing for the bar mitzvahs and stuff. Oh, dope, but dope. That's dope. Even to see him like exhaling that. That's that's dope. A, well, no pun, huh? Right. Excellent. Um, <laughs> how is it being a dad? Uh, I love it. I love it. It's a cliche answer, but like I really like enjoy it. Um, you've been a da- you've been an uncle and a dad to a, a lot of kids. Yeah, it's crazy. Seriously, so like I, I feel like I already had like a little experience. Bit of like experience, yeah. But it's it's amazing. It's definitely um, it teaches me a lot of patience. I feel like I'm a, I've always been a patient person. But yes, this is like you have because I'd be like he got a lot of patience. New level of patience, like you know, just like <laughs> just uh just like you know like even and just learning like I learned so much from like watching her and just being a dad and like. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the partnership with me and Jazz is like, I'm always constantly learning like new stuff and it's amazing. It's dope. And I you're like, it. the look, there and there's two two against one because you know they both female. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to be, you now you know how Thomas used to deal with us. Yep. <laughs> so, so Zay is, you know, like I said, he's like my brother. So he would be at my house and Amia's dad and I raising Amia, uh, it would just be like, he would be like, dang, he's outnumbered. Because Amia, at that time, at Josiah's, um age, mm-hmm. if I'm okay to say, um, she, Mia was very bossy. Yeah. Extremely bossy. Yeah. That's what, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and it's, you know, when you have, like, two females in the house, it's... <laughs> <laughs> outnumbered, for sure. Outnumbered. Oh I mean, and it's cool to watch. Like, I know that when uh, my one was small, my little one, when she was small, she used to be like, okay. It's time to play tea. And she'd make, you know, they sit at the table, get the cups mm-hmm. and all types of stuff and like really make him play with her. Like, yep. you know what I mean? And I know that even your goddaughter, mm-hmm. your goddaughter used to do the same thing. Same her exactly. little pretty self. Mm-hmm. Shout out She's to her. eleven now. Oh my God. Yeah, they're a year behind each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so now you get to see like how that, what that looks like. Right. You know what I'm I mean? Like, Every time I see her, she gets like bigger and bigger, bigger. and bigger, and bigger. It's ridiculous. By the way, little Miss Five Six Seven Eight is taller than me. Okay, she's made the mark. Um, <laughs> now, does your daughter um, start to express the idea or the 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 interest in dance? Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. and I love it. I love it. But I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying my best to hold on and like just let mm-hmm. her like Be come into it on her own. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to be like a super like. 
dancing. Like I was? No, no, you were fine. Yo, yo, Zay used to be like, yo, chill. I'd be like, stage mom. But you had, she, she was on point though. She had, (laughs) but yeah, I'm trying my best to like let her come into it on her own, but I I know she's going to love it. Cause um, even like at practice, like I, it's funny because everybody would expect me to dance so much at home, Mm -hmm. but I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's like when music's on or music's playing, she that's the first thing she wants to do. I bring her to practice with us. And that's dope. She'll like she's in she's in the mirror. She's trying to get up and like dance and do the choreo <laughs> too. She'll watch our videos and she's like, you know, she'll do the Vogue section oh and she'll go fall down and dip. Oh my all god. That. I so love I know it. I know she got it in her, so Oh my god. I think we're gonna put her in classes this uh this fall. That's just like a creative say, movement class just to like just to get her, her her going and stuff. Which by the way, um uh, Boston Mobile Dance is looking for a youth instructor on Sundays. I think it is. I so, a lot of people on there. Yeah, they, they a lot want, of people for you. They they want it, and I'm like, I don't know if I can take it. Mm. I mean, I gotta see because I, I we minister on the Sundays, so mm. um, that's my, my my priority is my refuge. Refuge is a refuge. Right. Um, I have other another question. What's your favorite part of the business? Is it the gigs, the travel, the money, mm-hmm. the locations uh, that you're in to, to, to be able to travel, um, or relationships? Um, what is it? What's your favorite part of the business? I think my favorite part, um, I think just like the testimonies from people. Because like, mm. even like after like a class or like a gig or a show, it's like knowing like, I made somebody's like the day, impact. or like, or I inspired somebody to do something, or like I inspired somebody to like, okay, well, I want to go try this, or like, or just to make somebody feel good. Like I love, I love, love. That's love, an love. ultimate fulfillment. I got a hashtag fulfillment because it's mm-hmm. it is the truth. And one of my like I said before, my best friend Roger, we was having like a long conversation. And he was like, "That's how dancers get paid." He was like, mm. "That's how, that's our real like payment. Like that's like." I never even thought of it like yeah, that. Yeah, think that's about it, it's like, smart, that's, that's like, real, it makes us feel good feel without good, even yeah. like having money in our pocket or like in our bank account. It's like somebody expressing like what you did for them. It's like, that's like, that's An the money ultimate. right there. Yeah, the, yeah, like you said, that's the ultimate like. I love that. That's so dope. So like, I feel like that, that part is like the best part for me because. The testimonies. Again, yeah, and, it, and then it gets you like. Motivated. It can get you more work because like people will be like inspired to keep coming back or like keep having you go here and go there. So I feel like that is the that's the dopest part of like. Yo, not for nothing. Let me let's say this. Um, you you don't really get um, you know, a wider audience because of the likes in the social media, yo. Mm -hmm. It's really about the impact and the word of mouth, how it travels. People can see it and go, oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, if there's not a person that hasn't experienced it right. to tell you, then, you know, it doesn't, it, you can lo- look online to see a million things online. Exactly. But before we even had online, because we went from MySpace to Facebook, there you go. then MySpace to, tw- I mean, Facebook to Twitter, mm-hmm. and then Instagram. Yeah. And when I, before I say that, like, when we were on Twitter, you couldn't really see nothing. Yeah. Because YouTube was around, but YouTube wasn't like 
it wasn't a huge, huge, huge place to go to because mm-hmm. not everybody had huge, huge money to go keep wasting on your data right. mm-hmm. to go to YouTube. So you stayed your behind on on Twitter because it didn't take that much bandwidth mm-hmm. to watch or to, to be on. It was dope that you said, you just said something, I forgot what you said, but it was dope that you said, oh, as far as like the likes and stuff. Because mm-hmm. you take away, because going back to like the testimonies and stuff, like you take away the likes and stuff like that. Okay, mm-hmm. I like a, a, you know, and no disrespect, but I like a dancer's video from like LA or like New York, whatever. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. If you take away Instagram and like all the social media platforms and you have somebody who experienced the class, it's like, That's oh, right. I can, I, I know that I'm going to go to this class. I'm because gonna get this I know this person because, took the class. Right. Yeah. Versus like, okay, I just like this video because this person's like 13 mm-hmm. miles, you know, a million miles away from me. And everybody else liked it. Right. So yeah. I feel like that that's like you said, it's the ultimate goal, it's the ultimate like that's the biggest paycheck for me. Like, Yo, do you know how long it took me to get um Zay on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not joining this channel. Yo, no, it, no. it took yo, Larome, mm-hmm. you like, yo, yo, every yo, one of y'all would every like... app before it's <laughs> popping, I swear. I swear. She's like, yo, it's good for marketing network, da 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 and I'm like, all right. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm on Twitter like. No, we oh, used yeah. to. It would be the point where we would only talk on Twitter, be, like if, if we were like meeting up, mm-hmm. we wouldn't even text each other. We would tweet each other, yeah. like that's how it was. Mm-hmm. And remember that? Like yeah. I went to New York for um in um, uh I think a choreography session for Rhea, and she talked about Twitter, and I was like, what? What's mm-hmm. that? Because I didn't have Facebook and I didn't want right. it. Mm-hmm. I had MySpace and yeah. it was whack. <laughs> Wax face. Hashtag whack. And she was like, yeah, we're on Twitter and we like to talk on Twitter. And I'm like, what is Twitter? Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, it's like a, you know, it's like a social media platform. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And I didn't have no clue what the hell she was talking about. She, she showed me that one thing. Boy, I got on there. I was like, she but I, I did my first tweet. But why isn't anybody talking back? So you know? <laughs> I was so on it. I was on it. Yo, we, when it came to techie things, Phones, mm-hmm. phones, computers, social apps, all of that stuff. I used to be like reading it, writing it, learning mm-hmm. it, because I was trying to figure out how we could, how we could expand. Yeah. Always trying to figure out how we can expand. Mm-hmm. How can we make us better? How can we move as one unit? How can we be big? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's what I. That's what my head was always at. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your up and coming? What do you have up and coming? Up and coming, um, more uh, clothing for my brand. I'm yeah. gonna take more time on my brand to like really focus on that. I feel uh, on that one. Still coaching, still teaching, um, but I'm also looking into my own training program, just to like I want to like hold like a small session, and just have like people who want to work on certain yeah. whatever they want to work on. If they want to like work on like, you know speed control or like mm-hmm. you know performance or whatever like i like want to take dance like camp yeah like a small dance camp i want to start with like 10 people and those 10 people tell me like the goals that they want to work on yeah and like go out to like a certain like you know however many weeks i haven't thought about if it's going to be three or six but it's going to be that so i'm looking to start that soon um i'm not going to put like a date on it because i don't want to rush it no so yeah, put it you put it in the, yeah, they put it in the atmosphere and speak it to existence yeah i want to do that um just like more of my own branding, stuff like that. I want to be able to, like, it's kind of like, 
doing what you did for me in a sense, like just being able to like put dancers in positions to like yeah. do certain jobs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So but you also did that now. for me because so I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been teaching. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, because I was running from it. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, what? I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to be an artist and I want to develop artists. Right. Bye. Yeah. And y'all be like, Chanel, somebody wants to teach. They want to <laughs> learn the classroom. And I'm like, ugh. What? Mm. And I, not that I am not grateful. I'm so grateful now more so than ever. But at the time, I was just so, like, close-minded on what I wanted to do and, like, how I wanted to do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I just wanted to work with artists. And I was trying to work with artists to see how to better them so I could better myself as an artist. Mm-hmm. And it was actually in reverse. I um, was an artist mm. that seen loopholes... And then ended up training artists on what they could do better because I hit walls. Mm. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. What if I didn't, if I wasn't able to succeed thoroughly into it, what can this artist do or get mm-hmm. that can allow them to succeed and excel? Right. What did I miss? And I, and then that just transcribed over to dancers too. Mm-hmm. Because dancers need that. Yeah. Sometimes you have somebody who is so dope, but they don't know who to be dope around. Yep. They don't know, like, and and I think I do that. That's, I think that's the coolest thing about having you as a family and friend, but that happens to be one of the best dancers and just being a part of this community and dance that I've been able to go, all right, hmm, you're dope. This is dope about you. And this is what you do. That's dope. You need to go around this person because if you go around this person, it's going to get better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or they need to come over here and do like, Mm -hmm. I'm always like, able to see that from afar and be like and I think that that's where you touch base when you talked about once you go from being a dancer mm-hmm. you go into choreography you go from choreography to creative direction mm-hmm. creative creative direction into show production yeah. um, and possibly curating mm-hmm. and then from there you go into um, what would be next from like there directing, directing I yeah. Mm, yeah and I think like that's where I always wanted to be was like creative directing, mm-hmm. but don't know how to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to be sitting down now and mm-hmm. not. I mean, obviously dancing. I love dance. You know that. But right. like, now we've accomplished so much mm-hmm. that now we should be turning back around and putting our hand out and right. literally grabbing people up and say, "This exactly. is what you need to do, and this is how you got to do it." Mm-hmm. Because we we're not going to like, Jose is not going to know who. Ricardo Foster was if we're not teaching her. Yeah, she's not gonna know. She knows what you through your lens, what you, her mom and her dad look like, and what they do in dance, and what they've impacted in dance. But then you have, you know, some young ones who mm-hmm. don't have that outlet. They don't know. They don't see it through that lens. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, I think also. You know, just seeing how, you know, our influences are and, and our favorite parts of um, what we like about the business. What's, um, you know, when you say you have up and, up and coming things, you're going to continue moving throughout the city and in hopes to develop a training um, program. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not putting a timestamp, like he said, the man don't want to put a timestamp <laughs> on it. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think um, your favorite place is to be? In your experience in dance, and I mean favorite place to be, is it in the studio teaching? Is it on a stage performing? 
Is it um, when you get paid? <laughs> um, is it touring, um, meaning traveling? Right. Like what would you say now more so than ever is your favorite place to be in dance? I think, nope, I don't even think. Teaching, I'd say teaching, definitely. Um, and then I would say performing. It, would, it used to be performing and then teaching, mm-hmm. but... It changed. Like, yeah, it just changed all the time. <laughs> and, um, let's see. What's your favorite um, music and genre to dance to? Uh, definitely, like, R&B, 90s. Yeah, because I was about to say, like, you use... When you teach, the songs that you choose are the songs a lot of the times that are not on the charts mm-hmm. it's the song that was on the album that was one of the dopest underrated songs right. on the album yeah. that's what i mm-hmm. find that uh, we always would um share that interest is that we would always be like yo this song right here on the mm-hmm. album was dope but right. it don't be on the radio mm-hmm. like um and who was your favorite artist okay michael jackson michael uh, jackson of course i want to rock with you i have a lot michael jackson uh Who's your favorite school. rap artist? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, like Oompa. Hey. Oompa I love Oompa. I love her stuff. Your niece, Red Shades, yes. is like bananas. A a bananas. Shout um, out to my niece, Faye. Yes. What's up, Faye? Red Shades. Hey. <laughs> um, Brandy Blaze is dope. Oh, yeah. Female artist. Did you hear that new mix that they did? Crazy. They, so re- they covered and did a remix of Tia and Tamara. Mm-hmm. No, right? I think so. Tia, Tia and Tamara, I think that's called. But um, um, Dojo Cat and all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They Who redid else? it. Um, what's your favorite um, place that you've traveled to for dance that you would go back to every time? Every time, I would say, uh, I think, I think LA. No, I think Florida. I don't know. Which one? Where in Florida? Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I ain't never been to Miami. If anybody wants to take me, I'm into it. Thanks. (laughs) Um, LA, I, I, I been to LA a few times, but it was like my, this last time I went, I went to like for like a vacation. Mm-hmm. I still haven't went to like go for like just for dance. Yeah, I just like being in LA because like the weather's nice and stuff. I think I might be bringing back the dance dreams um, uh, series where mm-hmm. you can get some dancers together and go and do leisure and business at the same time mm-hmm. and locations. I think I want to do that. I met with some folks yesterday that made me realize like I didn't even really get to really really do that the way that I wanted to mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I think I'm gonna in the future be preparing to do that um what's your favorite food <laughs> fries. you know I gotta clown him cause um, he ain't eat no dang food y'all fries french chicken. fries what kind of french fries <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> um chicken <laughs> I like rice pasta you don't like curry chicken though I do. You eat curry chicken? Yeah, it just gotta be boneless. I don't like chicken with bones in it. Okay. Um, pasta. I just started eating pesto, so that's cool. Oh, pesto? Yeah. Oh, you were moving on up. <laughs> what else? <laughs> well, you eat beef patty? Yeah. 
I'm slowly, but surely, I'm like coming out there. So your daughter is gonna make you do that. You know that she's gonna be like, "Here, daddy, eat lobster." How much is that lobster? Hold on. Right. (laughs) Put that back. Daddy, eat this caviar. What? Yeah. You still eat vegetables? No. Nope. No. In the smoothie, yeah. In a smoothie, you have a smoothie. We're moving on up now. All right. What are the the locations of where we can find you in terms of teaching? What Um, student are they open? My open class, open class at Fun Phenomenon every Wednesday, eight thirty p.m. Again, eighteen eighty six River Beach Parkway. Um, That's my only like open weekly class. Um, The other classes I teach are like studios for the um, for the year year round. Got it. So if you wanted to um, get, uh, you know, into a class with Zay, you would have to go through the Dance Academy mm-hmm. and you would have to enroll and register to be a part of the company in order to take class with Zay. Um, where else? What studio? What else studio? Um, also, Lynx Dance Studio in Wellesley, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. Where the money Same thing. at? Where the money at? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing is uh, I teach throughout the year for and, the you know for the studio. And what's the age range at both TDA and Lynx? Um, my age range I teach from ages six to high school. Dope. High school age. Yeah. Um, and the open class again is all ages. All ages. Eight thirty Revere Beach Parkway Funk Phenomenon. Look it up. You know what I'm saying. And also stay tuned to um, the website and um, his social networks. By the way, what are your social networks? Um, at Move Like Zay on Instagram, uh, at Move Like Zay on Facebook, at Move Like Zay on YouTube, at Move Like Zay everywhere, just everything. Move everywhere, like Zay. everywhere. And when we say Move Like Zay, that's M O V E L I K E Z A Y. Move Like Zay. Yes, yes. And if you want to grab his apparel, make sure you um, DM uh, him, direct message him on Instagram. If you don't have Instagram, look him up on Facebook and uh, send him a message requesting the uh, apparel and, and the you know marketing materials, T-shirts, and all the up and stay tuned for the up and coming things that he has in terms of that his brand, uh, the clothing and, and uh, launch and all of that. So make sure you make sure you um, keep your eyes focused on to go follow him. You know what I mean? So you can keep in touch with what he's doing. Um, are you doing what you love? Yes, I am. I say that wholeheartedly. I feel like that's one of the reasons why. um, Again, going back to the high school thing, I had to make that that big that the big decision because I I felt like being in school wasn't like it wasn't what I wanted to do, and um, this is what I love. And I like I said, Mm -hmm. I didn't have have a plan B, so I decided to jump right into the ocean with it. Right, and you make it work, Mm -hmm. and um, you're resilient, and I I think that that's the dopest part about you, is that you always excel you always prevail no matter what is going on how tough life could be you always find the best parts of it um and i think that that's that's something that a lot of people don't have a quality that they don't have they don't know how to you know weather any storm or or keep moving they just stay stagnant and you're a testament a walking testimony uh showing that you can keep moving you know what I mean? Right. Um, and I think that, that that's the coolest thing about a lot of our dancers um, is that they're resilient and um, they always evolve with wherever they are in life. They mm-hmm. keep evolving. And the cool thing about you staying true to your dream 
and your goals and your purpose is that you don't stop. Right. You find a way to mm -hmm. make it incorporate itself. So that's the cool thing is don't stop your purpose. Continue to chase it. Chase it. Um, what's the message that you want to leave with people? Uh, the message I want to leave with people is to follow, follow your dreams, do what you love. And do what makes you happy. I feel like a lot of us are not doing what we make what makes us happy. And that's in anything, just like, you know, if you wanna just call out, call out. Like just do what <laughs> makes you happy. Like I feel like we you know, we just need to be more happy, especially yeah. in this time. So, right now yeah, yeah. I, I I really feel that. Like I think people when you're happy, it reflects in every aspect of your life and mm -hmm. what you're doing. Um, it reflects in the relationships you carry with people. It reflects in your family. It reflects in, you know, your habits. Um, and that's lifestyle habits. That's mm -hmm. eating and, you know, and living and, and just communion with people. And um, it also transcends into your work. Mm -hmm. um, if you're doing what you love and you're happy, um, it also it transcends into your relationships. Yep. You know, um, I think I've already said that, but not just your business relationship, but your personal relationships. Um, and you, when you're able to... Uh, love you can love others you know mm -hmm. but you have to start with yourself and it's internal and then it goes out um, right. but so doing what you love and do what makes you happy um, you heard it here move like Zay hey on yeah. the dances report yeah link them up your girlfriend's favorite DJ explosive Try to pull it back. Let me see, do you like it like that?